0: Gurur Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Gurur Devo Maheshvara, Guru Sakshat Parabrahma, Tasmay Shri Guruve Namaha. Welcome to the Retrograde Party everybody. It wasn't just Mercury that joined the club day before yesterday, it was also Guru Purnima yesterday along with the lunar eclipse where we wanted to say thank you to everybody who has been Brahma, Shiva and Vishnu in our lives, bringing learnings and lessons, whoever they have been, whether they have been our cab drivers, whether they have been our teachers in school, whether they have been our families, or our friends, or our neighbors. Thank you very much, my lovelies. The beginning was a salutation to the Trinity that we have in the Hindu pantheon, and let's begin our work straight away. Please have some water and straight away going into the matangi hold. The matangi hold does not have any part of the body touching except for the hands. So you're interlocking your fingers, you're pointing the middle finger outward. You can either keep this outward from your chest or slightly below the heart chakra outward from the beginning of the solar plexus the elbows do not touch the arms do not touch even if you do this lying down you can support your arms and elbows by pillows and make sure that none of it is touching the body it is separate and extending outward you know, with Mercury joining, uh, joining the party, it's very easy, and it's possible that the last one week has brought us many situations where we've got you know fretty, fumy, frantic, where basically our mind starts running amok, mental chatter goes up because Mercury rules the mind. Mercury rules communication. And of course, because technology is such a huge part of communication, Mercury also rules technology. And at this time, where Mercury is slowing down, but we end up speeding up, it's very, very easy to feel unsettled. What this mudra does is immediately bring about some amount of settlement. You know, there is a part uh, in the solar plexus where we can get very anxious and very worried. And in the heart chakra, we can get very overwhelmed. We can start having panic attacks. I found that the Matangi Mudra took care of both along with calming the mind. Within a minute, max two, there is a sense of a weight releasing from the shoulders. The shoulders start coming down. The head starts feeling Karma, which is so <clears throat> sorry, which is what we want. And I'm holding them. <clears throat> sorry again. I'm holding the mudra as we speak. So this is good. Something's coming up, and I can just clear it. One moment, and cleared. And saying huge hello to Meher. Meher, we are already in the pose. And while we are holding the pose, I am explaining the matangi, the middle finger which is the largest finger of all our fingers, is said to govern the ego. It is, of course, also the finger for anger, for aggravated sense of self. You know what an aggravated sense of self is? An aggravated sense of self is where you think that the rules are different for you. An aggravated sense of self is when you think that others should treat you a certain way, but you are treating them the opposite way, where there is an aggr, agri- agridan- an aggrandized and aggravated sense of importance. Most of these people also have very deep, either very obvious or suppressed anger that comes out in very many ways in sarcasm, in volatile tempers, in in throwing a messy tantrum if they don't get their own way, it's all a sign of an inflated sense of self. So the middle finger is always pointed outward so that this anger, this concept of self, which gets us into a lot of troubles, very difficult to be happy with an an elevated sense of self. You could also call it ego, this starts calming and releasing all of the thoughts, behaviors, memories, situations that caused us to be like that in the first place. So when, by mistake, we may end up holding the mudra in the vertical position where the middle finger starts pointing upwards, anger starts increasing, the sense of self once again starts becoming more rigid. The ego starts tightening up. In Vedanta studies, we know that the word ego is not a bad word. It's just that we have associated words like egotistical that, well, that are no fun to be with either for ourselves or those who are like that with us. But the ego is nothing but a sum total of the concepts of us. I am a girl, is part of my ego. The way we understand egotistical, you're not going to think that being a girl is about being egotistical because we have separated the understanding of ego and made it about being egotistical. So, if you will return to the truth of your ahankara, which is a Sanskrit word for ego, and the word ahankar, which is a Sanskrit word for proud and proudy and egotistical and arrogant all got confused as time progressed. So the word ego became about destroying the ego, it became about transcending the ego, it became about getting rid of the ego, it became about dropping the ego. Well, if you understand that the ego is nothing but the sum total of us, and the sum total of us is the sum total of everything that we have gone through. And everything that we have gone through that is not working for us anymore is revealed to us in a retrograde. And because we have five planets retrograde and the other two are on their way to being retrograde, I could very easily say that the entire universe is retrograde right now. So, so much will be being revealed to us. A lot of this is not going to be released and cleared just by speaking or talking about it. And in, therefore, introducing and welcoming the Matangi Mudra. Matangi is the goddess. She is the goddess of the cosmic mind. So if there is any way that we do wish to upgrade the ego, a.k.a. sense of self, a.k.a. entire body of definition of who we are, Matangi is the one who is going to help. And in 2018, with Saturn retrograde, that began early, early in December, as in the effects began early in December last year, the upgradation of how we think is crucial to how this year is going to pan out for us. And one minute now of complete silence so that you can gauge for yourself where it was when you started and where are you now. If the hold becomes painful, difficult to hold, by all means, take a break, extend your arm, one breathe in and out, and then return to the hold again. Wonderfully done. Can we maintain this for one more minute? In silence. And I did not realize, as I said one more minute of silence, that that would make the time 11.11. 11. How fantastic it is! this, the closing of old doors and the opening of new doors, new portals and new ways. Incredible. If you've already opened the hold, may I please ask you to join us again for another minute so that in 11.11, 11, not only have we kept The finger of anger, rage, immaturity, inflated, aggravated, ego self, humble, but we're doing it at such an auspicious time, amazing, and done, open the hold. I want you to check how your breath is. Is it feeling sharper, deeper, calmer? How are your shoulders? Can you feel that they've come down a little bit or not come down a little bit? Please also have water as you take a few minutes to let me know how you're doing. You know, one of the other things that Mercury does, Mercury and Mars both, they do increase this this sense of self. We get impatient very easily. We get frustrated very easily. We start snapping very easily. We start losing our temper. And then as the moment passes, think that it could have been a little gentler, that we needn't have been like that, that it's actually quite okay. Missy says, my shoulders have definitely come down and also sinuses cleared. Fantastic. Because sinuses have to do with both anger as well as stress and confusion. This is excellent. Zena says, breath is from left nostril, shoulder calmer, and overall feeling good. Fantastic. Fantastic. If you can do the matangi for about 11 to 15 minutes, Every day, especially when you are starting your day, your day will go by differently. You can also end the day with the matangi. And during this time from now till December, even if you're not doing 11 to 15 minutes, because I do understand that's a lot of time, how much ever you can manage, perhaps for a yawn, perhaps till that sigh comes and your shoulder relaxes. the sense of lungs opening up increases. Even if you do it just for that much, it will be absolutely amazing. And I see that somebody else is typing as well, so I'm going to wait for that. Have your next water sip, as will I. One moment. And Meher says, awesome, I'm feeling like uh, the love with beautiful Agarvati. Oh, wow. Awesome. Uh, Nina, I have posted the hold, my love. It's right above. We have a cousin to this hold. But the cousin to this hold we will take a look at next week. And the cousin to this hold is the Kaleshvara. Matangi is a goddess. Kaleshvara is a god. And both of them, when you do them together, they work fantastically on our yin and our yang. There is udete who says, I have started having pain in my lower back, but feeling calm and composed. Fantastic. udete. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. I want you to take the matangi and go down. So you have the pain in your lower back, everybody else. I don't want you to be in this pain, but if you have a history of lower back pain, please do this with us for two minutes. Matangi at the base, which is the lower abdomen. So this will be across your sacral chakra, keeping in mind the same rules. The middle finger points forward. The elbows are separate from the body even the upper arms are separate from the body. The arms are separate, but comfortably placed. Like I found that in doing it at the lower part of the body, on the chair that I'm sitting, I just put my elbows in front. I move myself a little forward. I put my elbows in front of the arms of the chair. So my elbows are wonderfully supported. My back is straight. And what I want to do here is add a breath. Some of you all have done this breath with me. It is a Tibetan breath. Uh, the Buddhists gave it to us first. In the English world, it is known as the holotropic breathing. And the holotropic breathing breaks up the inhale as well as the exhale. It is absolutely amazing. We're only going to do it three times. And what we're going to do is break up the Inhale into four parts and the exhale with the mouth open into four parts. It's not as complex as it sounds because I'm giving you an instruction for an action. So if you think about it, it will seem complicated, but it's not. Here's how it will sound. As I am taking my in-breath, I will break it up into. That is my inhale. As I am doing my out-breath, my exhale, I will open my mouth and I will do. Yes. Shall we start? Please don't open the hole to write yes. (laughs) Please just continue with me. And we're going to do this only three times. Back straight, please. Chest lifted. If you are sitting on a chair and you can put your feet down, plant your feet firmly on the ground. Do not let your feet come up even, even if you're coming up to your toes, don't let that happen. Falling to the sides of your feet, don't let that happen. Firmly planted on the ground. So your thighs are also working right now. And begin. And the exhale is. One more time. And the exhale is. One more time. And the exhale is fantastic. Open your hold. Please place your palms downward on the top of your knees. Not inner knee, not outside knee, top of the knees. This is how we sit when we are feeling a little satisfied in life. We're gonna spend just one minute in this silence, recovering from the breath and the hold, Stupendous, have your next water break. And Udete says, wow, thank you, already feeling better. Very glad to hear that Udete. And we're going to be making a small trip. So everybody, if you've had your water break, sit up please, spine erect. Please take support if you need to. Rest your back at the back of your chair, at the back of a wall at the back of your bed, wherever you are, be absolutely comfortable. Now you can let your knees fall open. You can let your ankles fall open. You can relax, but your spine must not slouch. So keep your spine supported, but relax the lower half of the body. And you may find that you're not really being able to do that. Would that be correct? So where you're keeping your spine correct, erect, but you're also tensing up the thigh or a little bit in the lower abdomen. Please check if you're doing that. If you're doing that, if even one of y'all is doing that, we will repeat the breath while holding the top of the knees and check again. So just let me know. Oh, Meher, this is such an important question. How can I get the FB to Thelma and Kate? Meher, it's a good question, my girl. Uh, They would have to be on my page. I'm hoping they can hear me anyway. Oh, Zenith has a solution. She says we can share this link. Which link is that, ma'am? The Facebook link? Oh, superb. And thank you so much. It is done. In case uh, you need to use it elsewhere, please do, my lovelies. All right. Are we being able to relax in the lower half of the body, but keeping the spine straight? You can also turn your feet slightly inward. This is also very grounding, but simultaneously relaxing without tensing up the thighs. Excellent. Excellent. I have one yes. We're going to move forward. For this one, we're going to go into another dimension. And Missy says, I'm feeling relaxed, superb. Zenith is not resting on the wall or chair, but her spine is direct, is that correct? Absolutely correct, Zena, superb. So close your eyes. This time your palms are facing upwards. When the palms face upwards, one energy is directed upwards, but simultaneously the palms are open to receive. When the palms face downward, energy is directed downwards, which is what we wanted to do as we may have had some reactions to the first mudra hold as well as the breath. Closing your eyes, keeping them closed, becoming very aware. Of your sit bones. How are you sitting? Becoming very aware of your belly button. However, it's breathing, it's fine. Becoming very aware of the edges of your shoulders. Becoming very aware of your eyes. Becoming very aware of your third eye. Tunneling inside from the third eye, even if you don't really see it. Becoming aware of your pineal gland. Your first download is for the decalcification of your pineal gland. Keep your attention on your third eye, or your eyes, or your forehead, or right inside in the center as you go in from the third eye. Beginning the process for everybody on this call, everybody listening in, everybody who will hear this later as well. Beginning the process of breaking down, barricades. Calcium layers, stagnation, stuckness, distrust, suspicion, anger, deceit, Using all the commands I have just given in silence. A chisel, a golden hammer, diamond tongs, cracking it open now like a nut. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, coming out so fantastically for everybody. The nut falls open and there is the pinion, small, sweet, pumping, pulsing. You will see it in a color that is meant for you. To break away the walls around it, I am pulling away this cover that fell open. It is attached to various mucous membranes that go into the pineal. Your next download begins now. We are cleaning, clearing with diamond dust and gold glitter, your entire pineal gland, outside as well as inside because as I removed the nut, what was keeping it in place at the base also opened up. We now have entry into the pineal gland. For the first time ever, you are the set of people who are going to have the second breaking of the pineal because there isn't one cover there are more than one covers to the pineal and breaking this one you can see so clearly a seed a seed that starts flowering as you look at it This is the center of the thousand petal lotus. Sahasrara, violet, golden, white, lotus. You may not see it as a lotus. You may see it as another flower. But it's just blossoming, blooming, opening, 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 opening. And if you will now check with your breath, you will see... That your breath may have shortened and yet it is extremely calm. Your shoulders may have relaxed further. If you have slouched very gently with the consciousness that you are, bring yourself back. Straighten the spine. All messages from the opening of the pineal and the sahasrara are now trickling down. They will trickle down your central nervous system, your peripheral nervous system, which are on your left and right side, which is the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. As the juices of these flowers start coming down, you will see just behind your earlobe that they branch out. So they're in your auric space before they start trickling down your back on either side of your spinal column. Shushumna, Ida, Pingala being cleansed and cleared with divine nectar. It could look like milk. It could look like something shiny. It could change color as it starts going down. And as it starts going down, if there is a blockage in your chakra or your spine or of that side of the body, you will see this blockage very clearly as a black energy, like a hole in the flow. Keep watching that because the juice, this amrit, will take care of everything. Keep watching it. And you will see that either the hole is being filled up or the black color is dissolving. Move it straight down to the center in the crack of your back. The peripheral streams run down your buttocks, down the back of your thighs, down the back of your knees, down the back of your calves and they start accumulating at the center of your foot. Because we already did the matangi, none of this should feel overwhelming or frightening. Just in case it does, open your eyes, have some water, return to the Matange. For everybody else, you are getting 30 seconds to enjoy the sensations, colors, awarenesses that are showing up for you from your head, down your back, down your legs, to the center of your feet. We need this energy at the center of our feet because our work is not done. With our eyes still closed, we see ourselves. There is this juice, this liquid accumulating where our feet are. And in front of us, we see a staircase. Whether we're sitting and seeing the staircase, whether we're standing and seeing the staircase, it's okay. Start making your way to any one staircase. You may see multiple staircases. Choose the one you want. For a few steps, the liquid will puddle with you. And then it will start changing something as you start climbing the stairs when you climb to the end of the stairs you come to a passage it's a long passage and there are doors on both sides of the passage for a moment just make a note for yourself as to what and how the passage is looking what is the color what is the flooring As you start walking down the passage, how are the doors? Metallic? Is there tube light? Chandeliers? Regular light? Are the doors wooden? None of these doors are of any interest or consequence today because the door you want to get to is the one that you can now see up ahead. You look at your hand And whoa, you didn't know when this happened, but you are carrying an apple. You do not bite this apple. You're just aware of the beautiful redness, shine, and richness of this apple as you walk. You reach the end of the passage, you open the door, your unicorn awaits you your unicorn has been waiting for you for a long long time in its earth animal which is the horse it has enjoyed apples it does not need to eat this but you make an offering of this apple. Maybe for a moment, you will see the unicorn turn into a horse. Only for a moment, as it receives the apple, then it will turn back again. Its horn, very clear. Its color, uniquely yours. You move towards the unicorn You have stepped out of the door. It shuts behind you. It is just you and your unicorn. Your unicorn has a name. You know this name. You have always known this name. What is your unicorn's name? When you call it By its name, it will get ready. Touch your unicorn. Stroke it. Place your face on its neck. It may snort like, you know, horses snort. It may take a deep breath and have wafts of shimmering air coming out of its nostrils. This is your first unicorn. And this unicorn's job is to take you to your next one. Because you look up and across, somewhere in the distance, you see your next unicorn. She is the one you have to get to. The moment both of y'all realize that y'all can see the other unicorn and you take your unicorn's name, you have the right to climb on. Unicorns have no reins or sandals, but if you are not fully comfortable riding on a unicorn, the unicorn will change form and become a horse so that you have the saddle and you feel a little safer. Remember the pool of liquid at your feet? You are going to stick that to the sides of your unicorn's belly. That's how you're not going to fall off. You also keep your palms very comfortably placed and off you go. Maybe you're riding, maybe you're flying maybe the other one is on another planet maybe she's just across a babbling stream it doesn't matter i give you this time reach the other one and that was very quickly done i see most of you all have already reached i thought We would take about another minute or so, but that was not required, so very well done. Excellent. You dismount. You say thank you, taking the name of this particular unicorn, and you move with another apple to the second. She may or may not be as welcoming As the first one. She's also been waiting. But you need to get her trust. So you sit down where you are. You place the apple in front of you. And you wait for her. She also has a name. What is her name? You know her name. You know her name right now. As she sees that you're not going to try and control her, she starts coming forward. She may or may not take the apple. That's absolutely fine. What she does, because you have gained her trust and you have been patient, she puts her horn into a particular body part. She just touches it. You, the unicorn's horn, and the unicorn. This is how you see yourself. As the tip of the horn gets more and more comfortable with the body part it's touching, it starts swirling, twirling, moving into this body part. And as it's moving in, because this is the unicorn's power, this is the unicorn's magic, this is the unicorn's medicine, she starts moving away. The horn is drilling into you, but she is backing off. And with a plop, she pulls away. But there is a horn in this particular body part, swirling, twirling, like a sharply moving object. It's either merging into you or it's dissolving on the particular body part. If you look at this body part, it will seem like an open silver bullet. Like somebody shot a silver bullet and there are like patches around. If she has not taken the apple, you move the apple towards her. You bow to her. If she lets you touch her, you can touch her, but you say, thank you. Come back on your first unicorn. Ride, fly, travel, return to the passage. This time you keep the door open. The unicorn stays where he has to stay because this is a he unicorn. Perhaps he is grazing in the meadow. Perhaps he is enjoying a beautiful wide lake with fairies and elves and mermaids, the world that he belongs to. You can break the door that you opened to go to this place, walk back the passage, check for your staircase. Is it up or is it down? Take that staircase and when you come back, You see where you were when you started, you see yourself, it's like there are two dimensions and two timelines simultaneously taking place. And where you see yourself before you started this, go, walk into her, flow into her or him through the heart chakra. Open and expand in her and now both of you all are one and you come to consciousness where you first started and you look at your hands and you wipe your face over there. You look at your feet, nothing is puddling anymore. You may have changed your clothing, you may not have. You may have added something to your clothing. You may not have, but stand up where you were. Check your head, check your shoulders. You over there, now turn around and look at you looking at you and as that happens she starts walking towards you, towards you, towards you, towards you like she's walking down a tunnel into the third eye, into the pineal gland, into your face and expands completely into your body in this dimension where you are now. She opens and opens and grows and grows till she has fit you and you are perfect, whole and complete once again. You do not Now, be in any other dimension except this one. You start getting ready to open your eyes. And in the distance, you hear the sound of this. It is me applauding, slowly join me. Gently, you're just coming back from a very deep and far away travel. Gently, open your eyes. Maybe some of you all didn't even want to come back. Maybe some of you all didn't even want her to expand fully in this dimension in this body where you've kept her in the pineal or in the sahasrara because you would love to travel again. That is also fine. Gently now, taking these quiet claps to the edges of your shoulder. You're clapping the edges of your shoulder, the edges of your chest, the edges of your groin, The edges of your thighs, the edges of your knees, going down a little faster, the edges of your calves, and coming back to a louder clap, this time you're clapping on top of your head, eleven times, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There is no way now that you are going to be thinking the way you were thinking even two hours back, leave alone two days back. I want you to stay in this silence while your palms are reverberating and vibrating. And when you are done, your mouth will probably be very dehydrated and dry. I want you to have lots and lots and lots of water. Eat the apple share it or give it away remember your unicorns names they will come to you again or you will visit them again for now please do feel free to respond to me on our chat we are done i thank you so much for coming to the Retrograde Party. I hope you had a good time. I hope you had fun and that you will return again when we take a look at its counterpart, at the Matangi's counterpart, which is the Kaleshwara Mudra next week. Thank you very much, my lovelies. It was an absolute pleasure and delight to have you over. It was also wonderful to have seen your unicorns and known that you now know them. Have a wonderful day. Please let me know how you do over the weekend as well. Bye-bye, everybody. Big hug, big, big love.